taken something uh, and overcomplicated it, and then it kind of just really ruined your day. Yeah, all the time when I'm sleep, trying to sleep the night before coming in here, or just any day. I'm a more physical. Physical? I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, I was way behind today because I did something kind of dumb that I thought would make life very, very much mm, easier. You ate a bunch of Parmesan cheese. Well, that's part of it, yeah. I did. <laughs> the, the cheese last night did start a bit of a problem today. Anyhow, uh, my little dog, Mr. President, is on a bunch of heart medication, and he has to take it uh, all at sp- three times a day, different types of meds at different types of day. So I was like, oh, I'll make this easy. I'll put them in pill pockets. They'll be good to go. Uh, Target didn't have any pill pockets. I was like, oh, I'll get the expensive wet food, the just straight up meat, and I'll go home. I'll make meatballs with each of his meds three times a day, different shaped ones for the different things, and I'll arrange them, put them in Tupperware, and then I'll put them in the uh, fridge, and then I'll just pop out the meatballs and give them to him. I like that your alternate solution to uh, Target not having those little pill pouches was to just not go to another store. It was to literally create an entire fiasco which you're going to have to undergo. Well, and some of these (laughs) pills are large and hard to eat, and once a dog bites into a pill, it's gross. So it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, So I made my own pill meatballs. Uh, Turns out it wasn't a good idea. No, because you ate them? (laughs) They're delicious. And I'm high on heart meds. Uh, no, they're very wet. And what happens with pills? They dissolve. They dis- So now I have dissolving half-ass pills in this mm. wet meat that he doesn't want to eat. So instead <laughs> of like feeding him one delicious meatball with pills hidden in it, I have to like goop it into his mouth, hold him so he swallows it, force it down his throat... And it just makes me late for everything. And then I was like, well, I don't have more of these pills. So I have to like actually make sure he eats them or he'll die. And so now I just have wet goopy pills and I don't know what to do. I don't either, man. I really, I've never been approached with this type of situation. Now, I could have put it in the Parmesan cheese, but that's my cheese, not peas. That's yours, okay? damn it. I can see your butt. What is that large, bright thing in the sky shining and jiggling? It's Uranus! March 13th marks the day that all the jokes second graders make in their class when discovering the planets, the solar system, and science with Uranus! Yay! March 13th, 1781 is when William Herschel discovered Uranus. Mm. Yeah, I bet he discovered it. The German-born English astronomer discovered Uranus, the seventh (laughs) planet from the sun, it was a new planet, and we are very excited that it finally came into modern times. Because at this point, we had discovered the Galilean moons on Jupiter. We had discovered yeah. moons on Saturn, but Uranus was still just a little, still left in the little dark. out there, a little mm-hmm. too far for us to see. Did you know Uranus is uh, gaseous? Uh, very much so. Okay. Um, it's also expanding every year. Is it? Yeah, I, I keep seeing this clickbait article that talks about Uranus, and I'm like, this... <laughs> This came out in 2017, and we're still <laughs> we're still posting it. Uh, the planet Uranus, like you said, is a gas giant such as Jupiter and Saturn, and yeah. is made up of hydrogen, helium, and methane. It is the third largest planet, orbiting the sun once every 84 years, yeah. and it does have a different spin than all the other That's ones. That's true. That's true. It spins perpendicular to its orbital plane. How crazy uh, is that? It's it's pretty crazy. It is. I bet uh, it stinks too, Uranus. 
it's a lot of methane gas. Yeah. And it's probably really hot. Probably because, deadly. Because yeah. the methane gas makes it uh, super. It, it's, you, you don't want to get. It insulates the planets uh, more than it does uh, carbon dioxide. Right. So, so it's, it's real big, hot up in your anus. Correct. It, you're, it, there are a lot of greenhouse gases inside of your anus. Uh, it does have rings around the gas giant. Oh, naturally. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. float and go there. Um, I believe it is designated a class, a category two planet, which means we're not worried about sending space junk into it because it'll okay, good, good. it'll be eaten up by the atmosphere of so Uranus. Uranus is a number two planet. Correct. Okay. Uh, it is gaseous, large, and smells. There you go. Congratulations. We, we finally have Uranus. Are you scared to fall to your death? What what, what was that? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's social cues, and uh, before that was that was my you were playing a movie trailer off air. Yeah, and you know how they do that like low boat horn kind of sound. Oh effect. yeah, I'll play it again. That's what I was doing. Was the, so say it again. Yeah. Start, do do what you did at the intro. Oh okay. I forgot what I did already. Uh, you sound like, are you afraid of oh, falling? Uh, uh, are you afraid of falling <laughs> to your death? <laughs> yeah, and there's always a gasp, too. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Look at us. We can make movie trailers. So, uh, yeah, that's what you want to talk about today on yeah. Social Cues. Yeah, so there is a movie called, wow, guess this. Fall. Um, yeah, it's Are all the pretty leaves changing. It, no, no, not that kind of fall, unfortunately. Oh. Um, it is about this girl. It's like a survival survivor thriller film. It came out uh, August 2022. And you're like, what the heck, Emily? That was so long ago. Well, I had never heard about this movie until people started talking about it on Twitter. I think it's now available in UK uh, Netflix. So if you you know, have one of those handy dandy yeah, VPN. VPNs. Yeah. You can technically watch it on Netflix now. That's right. But the whole story is about this Whoa. woman who is into climbing. Um, and that's a very popular sport around here in Austin is bouldering and oh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I go yeah. sometimes too with my friends. Even my sister hit me up recently and she's like, want to go indoor rock climbing with yeah, me? Yeah, people love like, it. There's a new one that just opened up right by yeah? the station. But I was like, nah, girl. <laughs> um, I guess the girl, uh, Becky, went mountain climbing with her husband and watched her husband fall to his death Aww. while mountain climbing so she's super traumatized then her friend hunter uh is wants to go climb this giant communications like disc thing it's like a big it's like a big it's like a tower, tower yeah. it's a big like communication tower in the middle middle of the desert in the middle a, of nowhere what a bad friend to and, invite her yeah and she was basically like hey do you want to come climb this decommissioned 2000 feet uh tv tower in the desert with me come on this is going to be good therapy for you spoiler alert but not really because i haven't seen the show but you can hear it in the trailer they get stuck up at the tower, yeah, two thousand feet. So let me play a little bit of that trailer uh, for you, Bang. so you can hear them. This is sick. Damn it, Hunter! What are you getting us into? From the producers of Forty-Seven okay. Meters Stay Down. Behind me, one wrong at a time. So they go up this giant tower, and they're showing these beautiful film. Shots. You're doing great. And as you can suspect, the screw gets loose, and then everything hey, comes crashing me. down. So, 
They exactly. get stuck. Uh, they get stuck up 2,000 uh, feet up in the air on this tower. The ladder underneath them just completely crumbles, and they're just stuck at the top. So the whole – I've heard that it's a very fun movie to watch because – it's all basically shot on this tower. Nice. There's you got to see it in IMAX. That would be scary. There's not any different. Like, they don't really show any any other locations besides the beginning. It's like waiting beginning. for Got It. Just one Yeah, one it's just spot. one, so it's just just one, one spot the entire movie. So it's movie. like that phone booth movie, you remember, with Colin Farrell, or that Buried movie with Ryan Gosling. It's just like one yeah. location. Yeah. Also so, scary in its own way. It's very interesting. Um, I still haven't seen it yet. I haven't had the time. But I was thinking about it. Are you guys afraid of falling? Like, do you bit. have dreams about falling to your death and stuff? Not often, but uh, not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you fall from a certain height, it's the heart attack that kills you. So you ah. want to make sure you're really high up. Otherwise, it's more brutal. Uh, I, <laughs> you want to make sure. Yeah. I enjoy rock climbing and hiking and stuff, but mm-hmm. I've never been one of those that want to be like, I'm going to free climb El Capitan, or I, I'm yeah. not that interested no. in it. I feel like I have a healthy fear of heights. Like, it's just reasonable. That's because how I am. I don't get, like, when I'm in a plane or something, I'll look down and be like, oh, I feel slight anxiety, but I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm in a tube in the sky. Yeah. This is great. I love roller coasters a lot. Because yeah. when, when I'm on a plane or when I'm on a roller coaster, I don't see it as, oh, I'm in the air flying. Yeah. It just seems like I'm in a movie. I don't think it's real. Sure. My brain doesn't distinguish but, that uh, I am at risk. If God or whatever deity is out there literally reached down from the heavens and plucked me up and plopped me on top of that stinking tower in yeah, that trailer. I would be terrified. I'd be freaking out. I don't have any safety you know, equipment. I've never done this before. I'd be like, what the F? Get me down from here. It's super windy. This thing's wobbling. I'm scared. Yeah, I yeah. love being up high. As a little kid, uh, talking about this made me you know, remember, recall that I used to love climbing to the top of trees. I would climb on top of roofs of houses because it felt like you were in a different world or a different level because Mm -hmm. everything you're... Looks different. Your view changed. Yeah, Yeah, you were looking at the top of houses. You were looking at other people's backyards. You were looking through the neighborhood. I loved climbing stuff when I was a kid. I was like a, a... a little bran, just climbing all the little towers of uh, Winterfell little and stuff spider, like that. Spider Man, um, mm-hmm. Spider See, Bran. Oh, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. I I did not do any of that. I was not a tree climber. I was not a oh hey let's jump up on this ladder and see where it goes kind of kid because I had a fear of breaking my arm and I've never really thought about it until now. This might be something I should talk about in therapy. I was uh, on the monkey bars with a friend when I was really young, and my friend fell off the monkey bars and slammed her hand or her arm into something, and I saw her break her arm. Uh. So ever since then, I, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the repercussions the that come with yeah. the height. And I will say, climbing is way easier than getting down. Yes. yes. Going up is easier than down. And I've, you, you know, understand why cats get trapped up on tall yes. things. They're like, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I've meow, done meow, meow. some insane things to hang Christmas lights really, really high. Ooh, so I'm scary. like up in a tree, like I'll put myself in weird positions to where both of my hands are free so I can hang and nail and put cords. And then I'll like look down and I'll be like, oh, this is really dumb and dangerous. Yes. <laughs> and it's like you're in a bad position. Um, but as far as like any kind of like actual rock climbing, no, it's just 
I I do I enjoy doing nature stuff, so I have the energy to enjoy it. Not so I wear myself out doing exhaustive yeah. ass stuff. Yeah. Um, so no thanks for this movie. I don't. I, you don't want to see it. Plus, sometimes no. I just want to jump off stuff. This would. This is gonna jump. make me pee myself oh, if I, do I watch have, it. No. I do have those dreams where I don't fall, but I realize I can fly in my dream. Like, oh yeah, I can fly, and I can oh, like for weird. short bursts, I can fly for a little bit. My falling and waking up dream is never from tall heights. This is how sad I am. Um, it's from just tripping and falling on my face. <laughs> oh my and God, then I immediately Emily. wake up as soon as my face yeah, hits the that, ground. That's what I do when I'm falling asleep. So I'll, I'll, I'll twitch my leg as I'm tripping and I wake up. Yep. And yep. I, I hate that. <laughs> how to be a great step parent. It's Matt Bearden with the parent pickup. He is the... Expert on child rearing. You know, one thing you don't want to be called if you're a, a, a stepdad or a stepmom. Nobody wants to be called step monster, right? Like sure. Bad or by a, their name, yeah, uh, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, well, that might that's work. A actually, weird. I mean, it's it's difficult. It's it's a really treacherous place. <laughs> you know what it, I just remember? Diffi- it's difficult to do. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, my friends Whitney and Haley called their actual dad Jim, and he was not their stepdad. He was their dad. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Lamont. Rest in peace. Shout out, Jim. And um, but so here's I've I haven't been a step parent, um, but here's my piece of advice: don't be a monster. Sure, and be, you won't get called monster. Be cool, man. There oh. is a stepmom currently on the internet, and she's saying, "Look, um, I need y'all's help out there. I have my stepdaughter's birth mother is giving me a lot of s, and I threw a birthday party for." You know, uh, she used the term Gwen, which is not the child's real name. But she said, I threw a birthday party for Gwen, and the mom is very upset with me for the birthday party. And I thought, well, this is going to be— Baby mama drama. No, I thought for sure, oh, we're going to have like an ex who's out of the picture or whatever, who's complaining, who knows what it'll be. And then I started reading, and um, the the, the girl's five years old. And the stepmom, she, the five-year-old said, you know, it's my birthday. I'd like to have a cake. And the stepmom said, I would like you to make a healthier choice. <laughs> oh, okay. And now uh, I am really uh, on the side of the mom. Of mom because make a healthier choice. She hopped over onto Reddit's Am I the A-Hole in yeah. an attempt, <laughs> an attempt to have everybody go, oh, no. my God, you're just trying to help this child, and I can't believe the mom's being this way. Uh, but one of my favorite things about Am I the A-Hole on Reddit is it, it should just, the mod bot should just say, yes, you are the A-Hole. Because it's almost always, because yeah. they're like, well, nobody's defending me, I'll to go ask. to Reddit. Uh, she said, look, I have my two children, 10 and 8, and my husband, and we have a healthful and active lifestyle. Ugh. Uh, Those two boys are probably miserable yes. with their, uh, ask for. You should want yogurt. Who doesn't want to put a candle in yogurt for their birthday? Mm. Gwen is only here two weekends a month, and her mother has the exact opposite attitude of our family. Oh, you mean she lets her child live a life? In all honesty, that woman's blood type is probably ketchup. Oh, <laughs> That's goodness. a good insult. It is, but that I'm, is thinking, I'm thinking maybe we have somebody who is a little authoritarian with their life and their lifestyle and their life choices. Like, given the opportunity, would the husband and the two boys like to continue to live a life where they eat only berries and nuts? Do you think Mm -hmm. they'd like a burger, but... 
Mom hasn't made that available to them yet because I think of, moderation's the key, and this is clearly swinging to the exact opposite. Let a kid have a cake on their birthday. If there's a day you should get a cake. One day a year. It's your birthday. Yes. I think you actually nailed it on the head with the moderation thing. Uh, look, communication is key in any kind of these uh, co-parenting type situations. A lot of deference to actual Parent, parent, that's, oof, I'm going to get myself in trouble by oh, saying difference. actual parents. Oh, uh, <laughs> No, dude. I guess what I should say is uh, blood parents or whatever, the, the original relationship, right? You have to make some deference sometimes there. And uh, But I will say you nailed it with the moderation thing. I mean, even if you have a healthful and active lifestyle, a birthday cake is a GD tradition. Yeah, and let's say also like perhaps the stepkid's a little chunker, little, little thick baby dude. Which is okay, but if you have a stepmom that is then not denying cakes on birthdays or anything, it's just going to create an unhealthy well, body girl, image, yeah. and the kid's going to— The, the girl kid, came home kids and— Kids act out. The they, girl came home to her mom and cried and said, well, I didn't want—I wanted a cake, but I didn't think I could ask for a cake. I got because, hummus instead. Because I was told to make—I <laughs> I would be making a bad choice, and I didn't want to make a bad choice. Also, do oh, you think God. my stepmom thinks I'm fat? Oh, man, this kid's poor already messed kid. up. Oh, this poor kid. Yeah, stepmoms oh, can be God. the worst. Um, Step monster. Well, anyway. what you have to do is is that's why stepdads are good because they just go listen. I don't want to replace your dad. I want to be your buddy, but I'm here if you need me. If not, I'll back off. And here's a record player for your clubhouse. Uh, See, that's what you do. That's how you do it. Thank She's you, Step six. Daddy. It was her birthday. You should have made her a cake. Yes, you are the a hole. Yay. Yeah, it's Very a much. sample of just one of the comments. <laughs> At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet. Eat a pie for pie day for a good cause and for a championship. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Tomorrow's Pi Day, which is 3.14, March 14, 3.14159265359. I did that calculation in my head. It's about as far as I can go. But more importantly than math, there is actually a pie eating contest tomorrow. And Spinny, I think we should enter it. Oh man! Uh, it's at Tumble Twenty Two. It is their man. It is their first pie eating contest. And uh, shout out to them for not calling it first annual. There's no such thing as a first annual uh, or an annual. You can only start using that term on third annual, the third year you've done something. <laughs> My dumbass thought you said first Daniel, and I was like, what's a first Daniel? Our friend Who's Daniel, Daniel? <laughs> Our friend Daniel would do well. So would Chewy. Uh, but we're going to enter this. We have to. Uh, you can get a slice of pie for only $3.14, or you can actually enter... The pie eating contest and at win. Tumble 22. Win $314. Benefiting Dell Children's Medical Center. Uh, here's the deal. Um, you just got to eat one slice of pie. It's not an, an ever-running thing. Uh, it's not how many you can eat. Just whoever eats one slice of pie the fastest without oh. using their hands. Tickets are 25 apiece. Every contestant gets an entire pie to take home, which if you're a lover of buttermilk pies like me, wow. they're like $25 at Tumble 22. Dude, this sounds like a win-win. You just have to eat a piece of pie, and then you get to take one an home? An entire pie. And then you get to take an, uh, oh, wait, one a piece, home. You have to eat the entire pie? 
It's a pie eating contest, not a slice oh, of pie eating contest. You just said you had to eat one piece of whatever, man. I'm you confused. have to eat an entire goddamn pie. <laughs> uh, no, it actually oh. does say here a slice of pie. That doesn't yeah. sound fun. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm going to. So I'm, I was right. I'm going to eat an entire pie. I don't care. Well, you, yeah, you're taking it home after. So. You also get a commemorative t shirt. Uh, and of course, the entry fee donated to Dell Children's Medical Center. Only one will win. And walk away with the Tumble 22 trophy. Uh, you can go to Eventbrite or find Tumble 22 online to enter there. And I'm thinking if it's just a slice of pie, I can do that in one gulp. Absolutely. At least I thought I could. Now, they said they said you can't use hands, which that's that's what my go-to would have been. It was just to put take the hand, squeeze it, just squirt it into my mouth, basically. I think my tongue <laughs> is strong gross. enough to help do that, but I would just go. Oh, you think you would just go face to pie? Yeah. And then yeah, use yeah, yeah, yeah use it to push it Because I feel like in. the utensil's going to get in the way. And you don't want to accidentally chip a tooth, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm yeah. going to do this. Uh, it's at 7 p.m. Tumble 22 Whoa. on Burn It. Let's pie away for pie day. I don't like my friend's boyfriend, but I can't do anything about it. Mm, welcome to group therapy. Our time has started. That's Emily, Matt, Spinning, myself, CJ, all here to solve each other's problems. And uh, you were talking off air, and this is kind of an interesting premise. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, so basically my friend, uh, she has a new boyfriend. I went to go see her over the weekend, and she was like, oh, I really want you to meet him. The thing is, she's never had a boyfriend before. She's almost 25, and she's Ooh. just been very sheltered her Yikes. whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it doesn't help that, you know, her sister is getting married, and so she's kind of the last one to, like, have these experiences in her life. And she never went crazy in high school or in college. She was my goody-goody friend. Right. She was the friend that, you know, did all the right things. And I couldn't say curse words around her because I'd feel uncomfortable. But (laughs) she um, now has this new boyfriend and I met him and he's kind of a bad influence on her. And it's really scary because I can't I don't know. I can't like barge in because I have had those experiences with those people, too. You know, where you like everybody's had that first relationship where you look back and you're like, wow, I learned so much. By being with that person. So you think yeah. you need to let her make her mistakes as I, you set off air. I feel it's so well, hard. I can't decide. Well, first of all, can we break down what do you mean by bad Yeah, influence? tell us about like, this what man. Is, what is this so boy? he's incredibly nice. There is, he's a very nice guy. Oh, and that girl doesn't mm. want to date a nice guy. Okay, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, get rid of him. No, no. no tattoos. So he's, he's very nice. He like paid for our drinks. He drove us around. He hosted us. All this stuff. Guy does sound like a monster. But he's kind of pompous like he's very fratty so he's very about himself it's he he started getting her into smoking and seeing your friend who um i used to go to church with uh-huh. rip out of a bong Woo-hoo. for the first time in my life hey, i was i was oh, wait, taken that aback. kind of smoking not cigarettes no nah, that, that kind of bad smoking. yeah but i still I, i'm still different. are, are you never worried seen that. that you're that you don't own your friend anymore and, <laughs> yeah. and somebody you, else is in there you, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're worried that your friend's cool now and you're, you're not maybe, and i'm not <laughs> as boring yeah. now, I'm, I, now i'm the boring one uh, but like i don't you know, know we're teasing you but i know i know i mean i can understand that you may not want her to be with somebody pompous but how yeah. old is this guy 
he's around our age, so 25 year old guy is by nature, I think, just pompous, especially if he's meeting somebody's good friend. He wants to show off, and he may not know that a great way to show off is just to be yourself. Yeah, Yeah. and he may feel like he really has to, uh, to use a an old term, put on the ritz for you. Yeah, and that's what it seemed like. Speaking on putting on the ritz, he wanted to uh, start a fire. He had like a fireplace outside a fire pit. And this man had a giant jug of gasoline that he was pouring on the fire. Wait, wait, was it just so like CJ a... loves this dude. I think no. You literally no. are explaining wait. like... <laughs> you don't know me at all, Matt. Was this an actual jug, like a milk jug? Of, uh, no, but it, he was, had... it was oh, okay. when you, it was just you know, a... the red metal <laughs> jug. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you... And so he was pouring it, and then at one point... I, never, I start too fires much fire. without any propellants. Well, That's what makes be, me a man. I was going to be initially like, okay, one, he's not using the proper container. Well, the Two. container did catch on fire, and I... I stood there like, is this supposed to happen? He was like, it's fine, as he proceeded to stomp it out with his shoe. So it's just little things like that. Um, he slapped my friend's ass in front of me as like a, yeah, girl. Woo! And I was like, whoa, don't remind me that you guys are sleeping together. And that's weird because you are a very good person. And, uh, you stole you know, your opportunity to slap I her ass. I am getting a little bit of uh, <laughs> the Emily possessiveness vibes. A little it, bit. It I think Emily's be. a little jealous. I just, little. I don't know. I get really, I get really upset uh, when my friends have to go through experiences that I've already gone through, that I've learned from, because I really want them to be like, I really want to just reach out and be like, no, don't date the douchebag. Don't well, do it. I think actually in this case, I was worried you were going to be making a mistake by not interfering. Now I think you're not. And we'll discuss why I think you're doing the right thing when we come back. Today on Group Therapy, Emily's friend is dating a douche. Yeah. And she's young. She's sheltered. She never really had a boyfriend. Right. This is one of her first experiences. This is one of her yeah. first. This uh, is my friend's first experience, not this, mine. <laughs> this guy is appearing to be kind of a bro train wreck. And mm-hmm. Emily, you're, you've decided it's best not to interfere because... She needs to make mistakes. She needs to learn. Yeah, no. And this dude does see he's going to break her heart. Yeah, and 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 I've learned that before in the past. Um, a part of me, though, realizes after taking this break, I don't think I would have listened to any of my friends right. if they would have you told know, me, you never do. Emily, it, don't it, date this, this skater boy who works at a vape shop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one thing, if you were telling me, well, this guy has asked her to co-sign on a car and he yeah. doesn't work, but... No, what you described works. as is just sounds like he's just a dude. Yeah. And yeah. I think that you gotta maybe let your friend live her life. You can't really step in until he cheats on her, and then you can kind of be like, hey. Whoa. And once he cheats on her for the second time, then, then you need CJ to tell her it's done. Then, then CJ can, can step in. Right? <laughs> I, th- I think letting it ride and letting her make her own mistakes is good. The only thing I would, I, at first, I was thinking that this dude was gonna be like, super religious, fundamentalist, kind of controlling. And I was like, oh, a girl like that's going to marry the wrong guy and get stuck in a tradition, very traditional, hardcore Southern Baptist-y relationship because that's what she seems most susceptible to. But this, dating some dumb brogue that still live in his glory college years, that's all right. Let her, let her rip a bong. Let her get a little booty <sighs> smack. I know. But it's, it's hard to watch. It's like watching a train crash before your eyes. Because you, you see, dated these guys in high school. Yeah, and you right. see You've all already... the passengers falling out of the windows, and you're just like, well, I um, I can't control how the roads work. So well, yeah. sorry. Else, nothing you've described besides the gas on the fire thing is pretty dumb. But yeah. that's that's 
that is normal dude thing. Yeah. I, I, it was weird. Bus, she's like she's like sneaking over and sleeping at his house because he technically still lives with his parents, but so does she technically. Oh, nice. too. We, yeah, so, that, I think the bigger problem yeah. for both What of Houston these fo- suburb do they live in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in San Antonio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, you know, if nothing else, it sounds like they may have both grown up in households that stunted them a tiny bit, mm-hmm. and that's why they're going to date like junior high people and I yeah. really wouldn't worry yeah. about it very much. You've discussed some pink flags, but are there red flags? I think the biggest red flag is uh well this weekend we went out to eat. Okay, it was her birthday, right? And we went out to eat and he wouldn't sing happy birthday to her and because he was like, Oh, I don't sing in public. And I thought that was really weird. I thought that was shy. like okay. that was I would never do that to friend. Um, and so, you know, to prove it to you, CJ, since it is coming up your birthday, we would like to sing happy birthday what? to you. You yeah. got me a pie? Yeah. She missed you a pie. Stupid oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got right. a pie? Can you, you do it? Absolutely. Here we go. Oh, did yes. y'all plan this whole thing? Did yeah. you surprise me? Let's I planned it for you. So I bought oh. these. I also bought these little Lego candles. Also, this Emily. entire this entire story was fake. So wait, yeah. was it really? I yeah, we just didn't get your attention so we could surprise you with a pie. Because yeah, I knew <laughs> you. This is so I knew dumb. that you wanted. I was going to talk about my dog dying and my dad being in the ICU, <laughs> and y'all just faked a birthday thing. That's yeah. the sweetest thing anyone's ever done. Don't tell anybody that they're. Oh, burned my thumb. Is that buttermilk pie? It yes, is. It certainly is. Boys. Made by me. And I can microwave it? That's you right. can microwave it. <laughs> All right, guys, are you ready? Yes. Yeah, me, go. me, me, me. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Um, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear CJ. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Y'all really got me. That's that is, not all. That is, uh, right so that now is good. You can't complain and say, oh, it's my I'm, birthday's during sell by. I prefer I can't to complain. I would yeah. rather be sad and com- this is, I, I tried this is to the tell, worst. I tried to tell them when they were like, let's do something nice for CJ. And I was like, don't take no, away his ability to bitch and moan. That's yeah, the cruelest now, thing you can do to now a human being. Now I can't be a martyr and, no. and be sad about my birthday. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Well, well all right. Happy Thank you. birthday. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Spencer is going out. He's got some ice cream for you. You can heat up your pie because I know you're going to do that. And heat up ice cream on it? You can heat up I ice cream on it. I can microwave ice cream in my pie? Yes, you can. Oh, man. Look, did you make this crust, I did. too, I did. I, didn't, I didn't make the crust, oh. I'll be honest. That's a store-bought I crust. I have a little bit of something cooler with a warm pie. I thought maybe you'd like some ice cream I, well. I love ice cream yep. on a microwaved pie. Yep. Y'all so. know me too well. Happy birthday. Welcome to group therapy. Yeah, the therapy y'all are curing me. Pie. Oh man, immersion therapy making me have. Ma- I can't bitch now. I really. I've never had a birthday at work. Yeah. I've never had a birthday at work, Surprise. and now I do. This is bullcrap. Now I can't be all mopey. <laughs> Damn it. I bought too much. Because the first store I stopped by, I didn't have any. Buttery. Spinny. <laughs> so I thought options. Thirty-eight years old. I made it. Woo! Assholes. Everything, everywhere, all the time, at the same time, happening everywhere. Multiple times. Simultaneously, literally, at once. Different people. It's our Oscar recap. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that 
And I'm a nerd. That's right. Everything, everywhere, all at once uh, dominated the Oscars last night. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. Well-deserved, Emily. <laughs> um, well, yeah. that was one of your favorites. Yeah, that was, I will be honest, I barely saw any of the other Best Picture nominees because I watched everything, everywhere, all at once twice in theaters. And I said, Ooh. this is going to win. I don't need to watch anything else. And I was correct. So, Well, well sorry. done. Um, yeah. I did not watch the Oscars at all. I did, Same. however, hear that it was the most streamlined. It was so tame. In order. It was so like, boring. Thing that it could have, would have, should have been. They didn't do anything. Jimmy Kimmel's jokes were so tame. You could tell he was on edge the whole time. Well, the he was only worried thing, about him slapped. The only anyone thing anyone could just uh, go up there and slap him. No, because they had a crisis crew. They, they had, had a crisis crew. This I wish year. someone would slap him. The the only joke that I genuinely laughed at that Jim, Jimmy Kimmel made uh, during the Oscars was at the very, very end when he was like, good night, everybody. And he walks off stage and they show him walking behind stage, um, you know, after the curtain was closing. And there's a sign that says days since last incident or something like huh. that. And then he he flips it to or like award shows since the slap. And then he flipped it to one because they successfully went through one show without anything. That's probably going the wrong. only joke they allowed him to make. And it was funny. Uh, and he didn't good. say anything. And it was at the end when the credits were rolling and he flipped it. And I actually went, ha, that that's was good. good. Huh. Uh, but besides that, it was very boring, very tame. I liked do you, I, want to, do you want to see a real funny joke? Oh, do I? Yeah, this is the funniest joke. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Your face. That was hilarious. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen uh, an iteration of that done so well. Thank you for that. That was yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, Normally, you would hold a mirror. Emily, this back in the day, we used to have these things called mirrors, and you would, now you, you would hold that to someone's face. Is it like your phone? It's like your phone, but it's not digital. It's you like can look into it and it's see yourself. Glass with your silver backing. So but yeah, does the, it's the, a self, Does the image stay? It's an analog selfie. Analog mm-hmm, selfie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really can't wrap my mind around IRL. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, you said you had IRL. to watch. You said you had to watch uh, Last of Us with the Oscars, so you wouldn't be so bored. <laughs> I wa- I did. I had one screen with the Last of Us, yeah. and then behind it on my TV, uh, I watched the Oscars. At a very, very low volume with the captions on, and I didn't feel like I missed anything. All quiet along the western front, another big winner. What did it win? Not really. Um, best adaptation? Best music, like best sound all design. this stuff. Uh, but here's the deal. It doesn't count. You don't get to remake a classic, histo- not historical, but a, a... A war movie, which... But, I it's, hate all, war but it's also... It was boring. already a massive classic... Historical book. noted movie, <laughs> oh, you yeah. can't, and I'm book. In. You you just can't make it into another. You can't, that doesn't count. Avatar: Way of Water. No clue why that Ew. was even nominated, other than the fact that it was a big, bloated, dumb Hollywood movie. Well, yeah. money, um, money, money, money. Elvis just wasn't There's that good. I'm sorry. No, Suck Elvis it up and good. get it. Uh, mm-hmm. What else was nominated? The whale, um, best well, actor. Women talking won something. Which women talking did. It's funny because you can basically never see that movie anywhere before. <laughs> like it was you. Women yeah. talking where? I couldn't watch that movie yeah, they, anywhere here also, in Austin. Uh, every They're time I've made a y'all. joke about women talking, why didn't y'all tell me that movie was about sexual assault? So I didn't look like an a hole when yeah. I was. I did not know that. It's no, on I just, you. I'm just gonna to, let you do that. The one. onus is on you to do the research before you make the jokes. 
Okay, good. Well, I mean, I was just doing a very cliche also, radio. Also, none of us knew either, obviously. No, yeah. no I, I didn't knew. see that. I couldn't see <laughs> okay. the movie anywhere. They were only playing at, like, weird times here. That makes it funnier now in retrospect. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Triangle of Sadness uh, didn't win anything, which I know some of my friends were a little upset about. I think a lot of people are getting annoyed with that particular director because he's becoming more and more, like, yeah. just shoving the point down your throat. And also, it was kind of weird because when they when they did the little obituary, you know, talking about everybody, all the actors who have died uh, throughout the year, they failed to mention the lead character. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's it's like Charlie Bredeen. Um, but she was the main character in Triangle of Sadness, and she died, and oh, she wasn't yeah. in the. In the tribute, and yeah, she was like, selective. she was like one of those that were like, "Damn, she's going to be the next Hollywood it girl." Yeah, Aww. yeah, and th- she wasn't in the tribute. It was very strange. Now, let me just go through and and tell you all the things that everything everywhere all at once won, so that you will finally be convinced to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Matt watched it, and he's the only person that didn't like it. <sighs> I know. I know he's wrong because it won Best Picture, mm. Best Director, mm. Best Supporting Actor. Michelle Yao won Best Actress. Good job, Michelle. Um, Best Supporting Actress was round. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, um, the actress. Yeah, and then yeah. Best Supporting Actor was Short Round. Ke Hu Kwan. Uh, yes. The only reason why they didn't win Best Actor is because there wasn't a lead actor in this movie. So, Brendan Fraser from The Whale won Best Actor. Good, Good for job, him. Um, and then editing Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I learned that there was only five editors for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And if you saw that movie... Five hot dogs. That's insane, because the <laughs> editing is very, very specific. Yeah. Also, another fun fact, uh, the people that directed Everything Everywhere All at Once, the Daniels... It's a duel. You have two Daniels. The two yeah. Daniels, they produced the movie, or they directed the... Sorry, the music video for Lil John's Turn Down D- for One. DJ Snake. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. know that. Weird, right? I saw their first movie they did uh, with... Uh, the dead Daniel Radcliffe. Paul Daniel and Daniel yep. Radcliffe. Yep. Oh, Swiss the name Army of Man. It. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. That was all right. Yeah, um, and then that's basically it. So they took home... Everything Everywhere All at Once took home basically all of the major categories except for Best Actor, which was Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Oh, People so were sad. upset about Best Supporting Actress going to Jamie Lee Curtis um, just because, uh, what's her name? From Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. People were saying that. Um, and then also, I don't know, it, it's it's kind of sad. Like You could tell Jamie Lee Curtis did not expect to win yeah. when they call her name. Like, she Ooh. literally mouths out, what the F? Yeah. Um and Angela Bassett is just sad Making and a face. you can you can it's going viral on Twitter well, right wasn't now. Wasn't she for Wakanda Forever, which was not that good? Yeah, but know. the best part of that entire movie was her. True for uh, yeah, Wakanda Forever. Right. So I don't know, very sad, but. Well, there you go, and they'll all be out on DVD soon. (laughs) Or Netflix (laughs) or something. Matt, Matt, Emily, Emily and Spenny. Just a few of the weirdos that can tolerate this guy. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Sorry, I have a boyfriend. Whoa, Emily, that's not good for radio. You're supposed to be ambiguous. And, I know. And, I don't, I'm just kidding. I don't know, and cares. show my boobs or something, and then people will never Hong know. Kong. And then one day, I'll be on the street. And then, you're supposed to act really dumb and laugh yeah. at everything I say. <laughs> 
Oh my God, CJ, you're so funny. Look at that. We're doing a radio. There, there's actually yeah. uh, a term for it in radio. I know uh, what it is. It's very um, chuckle bucket, right? Or mm. what is it called? Um, the woman? <laughs> the woman on air? I don't, I don't remember. I erased it from my memory so that Good. I will never be called that, hopefully, in my life. No, um, which you are not. Thank you. Are absolutely. And it's because I have a boyfriend. No, uh, I only say this because... Good. This, he, got you in, he got you in line quick. He did. This was my very first time ever having to reject somebody in the, in the last four years, okay, uh, by saying, sorry, I have a boyfriend. I have not had the power to say that in like over four years of my so life. Did this person you rejected immediately get upset with you and say, You're um, ugly? Let me tell anyway, you, I don't care. Let me tell you a little bit of the backstory. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I, I went to my friend's doing party. You favor by asking you. So no, no, no. I went to a friend's party this weekend, and this friend hosts a lot of parties. I've probably been to about five of them. And every time that I've gone to one of these parties, there has been this guy there who I have always found to be attractive sure. think Clark Kent and like five er, and like six and foot you see four. him and you're like super damn yes he <laughs> has the glasses he's he's attractive he's I think you mentioned right? him before I probably have but finally your two paths cross yeah so I've seen him at the last five parties and I do the thing where I sit at the party and I give him googly eyes throughout the whole party I'm like and I like briefly talk to him a little bit kind of do a little flirting this party is the first party that I have been to with this person where I have a boyfriend. And so I did not so do happened. such it, a thing. It happened. The relationship has been defined. Uh-huh. Weird. Does he know this? The, the, the boyfriend, by the way? What? Oh, he this, knows this. He knows okay. this. He it's found this de- funny. Y'all have been defined. All right, yes, cool, cool, yes. cool. Go on. Um, so I didn't make googly eyes the whole time. We chatted. You know, it wasn't anything crazy. Right. But in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. Whatever. So it's this is not like going to happen. A, it's like a bobcat that... When you were facing him and there for him to pounce upon, he didn't mm-hmm. care. But now, once you turned and ran away, yep. his instinct kicked in. Yep. Uh, I went to say goodbye to everybody, and I just I like to give hugs to this group of friends. They're really nice. I go to give him a hug, and his his, his hug was a little too close. If you know what I mean, it was uh. it was it was so. <laughs> it was so obvious how strange the hug was that when we pulled back, I made a comment of like, "Whoa, what was that?" Which was very bold of it was me his to last say. Resort. And then he goes, "Um, yeah. So I was just wondering, like, can I get your number?" And my head just started processing it was you know whenever you're trying to use dial up internet yes. that's what my head felt like because so you're just like, uh, i was like mm-hmm. this is a fresh new relationship that i've been in i haven't had to re- use the whole oh i have a boyfriend thing so i had to tell myself emily you have a boyfriend now like yeah. this isn't a thing you like, can't you're not allowed to just say yes let's because do it right I, now you know i automatically was about to say yes i've been right. single for 4 years that's just part of my chemistry and you're still now. single on the radio i'm still wink, single wink. on the radio get that boys <laughs> um and so I asked him, instead of saying no, I asked him, um, what are you planning on using my number for exactly? Because <laughs> if it was like, okay. oh, I want to be friends with now you, I've seen you around. Now that sounds inadvertently like a flirt coming back. What are you going to use my number for? Well, it was more of just like a, what's the purpose? It didn't sound like a flirt, though, I'm sure. And so then he goes, well, I want to take you on in a date. And so I had to say, mm. sorry. Too little, too late, bub. I 
I have a boyfriend. Yeah. And his response was. Ew, really? <laughs> you? No, his response was, damn, that's okay. I, he, he's a very, very lucky guy. Ouch! It hurt my soul. My soul got crushed Damn. seeing this beautiful man that I have had a thing mm-hmm. for for the past five parties and me having the power to reject him and him turn around and be like, I bet he's a he's a very lucky guy. I'm like, <laughs> God really? damn it! That's it what you're supposed to me. say, though. It gets them every time. Oh, it hurt me. <laughs> and uh, so then after that, it was a little awkward because he he did this whole interaction in front of everyone when we were saying goodbye. Oh, and so everybody saw me reject him at the party. It's the blonde hair streak. It's <gasps> Evil Emily. That's evil, it. Evil Emily. Yeah, you're Emily right. Edge. Ever since I got this blonde hair streak, it has become more Emily Edge. But I'm very upset, but I'm also not upset because I, I like my boyfriend a lot, and he's a very nice guy. I mean, not my boyfriend. I'm single. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah. uh, that dude, uh, he, he should have made his move, man. He should have. Too long. If he, he missed out. He was one party away from <laughs> from from me giving him the... Did you know? Don't know if I did. Well, you're about to know that you didn't did did that there on our segment where you learn things. Uh, did you know the world's population is actually expected to start shrinking in about 45 years? Difficult to uh, use this Earth's natural resources and things. And uh, as you know, we we've seen many a times when you become more successful and able, uh, you have less kids. It seems. Uh, is what's happening with our current structure. Oh, they meant population-wise population. right, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I thought we were getting rid of hamburgers. Uh, no, no. We will still have plenty to eat. We'll get fatter. We just won't have as many young because we can't crawl up on our big old girl and give it the old heave-ho. does he, make me think, though. You made so. it sound really romantic, by the way. I'm not yeah. sure if I'm going to have kids. And I started realizing that that means um, I, am, I am weaker in evolution and I'm going to be phased out. Yeah. Yes, you are phasing out. You're you're phasing the um, CJ gene. It's going to be gone. Maybe it'll th- die with me. Unless I have another kid out there. I mean, somewhere. maybe you shouldn't subjected all those sperm to all that cocaine at Joe's Crab Shack uh, ten years ago. Yeah, but I mean, it was worth it. It was, it was a good time party. Woo, Look at that walking party. Did you know? Let's Boom. find out. Mike and Ike aren't real people. They're candy. No, it says they're imaginary food characters like Mr. Peanut or Betty Crocker. Oh, those aren't real either. Not named after someone, sure. Oh, really? That pantsless talking peanut with a monocle and spats isn't a real person? Based off someone that yeah. was like worked at the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Uh, did you know? The original working title for E.T. was A Boy's Life. Okay. Okay. Well, he did kiss a girl when E.T. got drunk. Yeah, I guess there's a little coming of he, age story. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just involved a creepy alien in a dress. Ooh, it freaked me out when I that was That closet kid. scene was scary. It was, dude. That, I, that was a I cool... would have dreams about that freaking closet scene and being like, which one of these is, is the, the real animal? That was a good <laughs> real freaking... kids movie because it was scary enough. And also had the mystery of the government guys with flashlights. You couldn't yep. really see him. Those men in black. E.T. E- e- was tight. Uh, Have you a- ever seen the actual movie This Boy's Life? No. <laughs> okay. It's, a rip- it's horrific. It's a coming of age. Uh, it's with like Leo DiCaprio and, um, uh. and Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro is a super abusive, brutal dad. <laughs> I just like that 
that he has nothing to do with uh, <laughs> extraterrestrials or happiness or anything. It's just sad. Did you know? Here we go. Here we go. SEAL Team 6 got its name to confuse the Soviet Union. There were only two Navy SEAL teams when it was established in 1979, but the Pentagon wanted Soviet intelligence to think there were more. And that's that's good. That is a good so tactic. So what, there's just three? There's two. There were two when it was established, but they just named uh, named it. One of them. Kind of okay, how okay. when we're giving away uh, tickets on the radio, uh, we'll say, call number seven, but then we'll just answer and go, oh, you're calling number seven. Really I don't true. do that. I don't cheat. Or we'll it's go, you're calling number one, you're calling number one, you're calling number one, you're calling number two, you're calling number two. Yeah, there's there's some shifty I'm, stuff. I and then we wait, we wait for our friends to call, and then we give them the crappy tickets. I have worked with Spencer in multiple areas, and I'm going to tell you, He's a real rules commercial when it he comes is, to is. winning stuff on the radio. Because uh-huh. I've even said to him one time, I was like, oh, just give it to I don't care who you give it to. And he was like, because I had said, oh, we're going to give it to the 300th caller. And I said that as a joke. And mm-hmm. poor Spencer took 300 yeah. calls because he's like, well, that's the rules. Well, and I was we like, used there to are work, no rules. We used to work for someone who'd yell at us and get upset at us for not doing that. So, Well, and not to mention if you... Listeners are very annoying and bitchy when it comes to free stuff, so you got to play by the rules there. Uh, last one for the day. Oh. Did you know? Well, let's find out. People started celebrating Thanksgiving in Canada all the way back in 1578, Boo. 43 years before the Pilgrims started it. Boo. So it's just another good thing we stole from Canada. Oh, you mean like Celine Dion and... Poutine, Brian Adams. Maple syrup. Is that it? Hockey? bat beer. Hockey. Uh, you know what we didn't steal from Canada? A kindness or friendliness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Popular TV shows that actually suck. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer, load up Celery Man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner. We're going to click through it so you don't have to. These are a list of uh, very popular television shows that suck in Uh-oh. reality. Uh-oh. And I must say I agree with some of them. Not all of them I've seen, um, which maybe you have. This one actually stars our dear friend and co-host, uh, Emily. Me? It's Emily in Paris. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, Lily Collins, right? A yeah. lot of people. Uh, She's cutie. They say they hate watch this show. Oh, I, I, hear, I am but one it's of those pretty people. Terrible. Yeah, I hear the newest season is really like oh, insufferable. The newest season. I have so many thoughts on this new season. (laughs) It's absolutely awful. Emily is a terrible character in season one and season two. But season three, I want to push her off a cliff. I want to push her off the Eiffel Tower. Maybe that'll be the ending of the show. Uh, Well, there's actually like a scene where like she has dreams about being pushed off the Eiffel Tower or whatever. But it's it's definitely um, cringy because originally it's supposed to show the difference between American culture and Parisian culture. And, you know, as somebody who has been through Paris... Uh, it's very true. You what can you see. Uh, oui. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Uh, <laughs> oui, crepe. Oui, oui. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, cheese? They say cheese? I said crepe, please. Oh, crepes. You know. Yeah. But Je she's stupid. Emily. Crepes. And it's kind of a fun show because the first two seasons, you don't want to root for Emily because she's a dumb little American. Um, but the third season is just trash. So 
Does that answer your question? Yeah. Uh, well, here's a show that every season is trash. It's one of the most popular television shows of all time and just really caters to the lowest common denominator. It shows that people are just plain dumb and love dumb things. That's why Nickelback's the most popular band. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. Uh, the dumbest show ever. Two-dimensional characters peddling regressive jokes with canned laugh track. Uh, if you've ever watched the YouTube clips of Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, it's pretty cringe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was the most popular show on television for a uh, very long my time. My parents loved I'll say this. That the show. first season is probably the most unique in that it's the season that actually tries to make them all characters. Mm-hmm. But then after that and going forward, the just nerds the down. nerds start hating on themselves. And uh, it's just, it's, it's dumb it, and it, weird. It becomes very convoluted and strange. Yeah. Uh, my parents loved the show. So I've now, seen Jim a lot Parsons, of obviously a standout act from that, who does Sheldon quite well as this sort of Asperger's-y, like, really intelligent. No, it all sucks. Jerk. It, but, uh, I mean, it, as far as nothing... performances are concerned. I mean, yeah, I mean also... that one lady now does Jeopardy. It all oh, yeah. sucks. Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, uh, no, oh, no, not Kaylee, but she's in the... Oh, it doesn't matter. Good it things sucks. have happened for some of the people in that show, we'll say that. Uh, this next one has not aged well, but a lot of people are starting to go back and question if it was ever funny at the time. I didn't really get it. It wasn't geared for me. Um, I was also younger. Friends. Oh, I used to. Uh, I used to Friends. watch it as a kid after like school. It's some. It was something yeah. that was on. It was syndicated on CW or something. That was me too. My parents would after my dad would get home. If he came home a little early, he would turn on Friends, and then after Friends, it would be Seinfeld. And so I watched more Seinfeld than I yeah. did Friends, so my humor is definitely more Seinfeld-based. Mm, Friends has more to do with the fact that they were all just interesting characters. Yeah. I thought Chandler was great. <laughs> I think it's it's one of those Phoebe. things where the fan base has made that show bad. Perhaps. It's not that the show is bad show, it's yeah. that the people that watch that show are just cringe. No, it's it suffers a similar fate as Big Bang Theory by being probably too popular i don't think it needed to be as popular as it was but whatever man i think it's mediocre at worst uh this next one i disagree with these are the uh popular television shows that actually suck number four riverdale oh awful the first three episodes let's get into a fight (laughs) uh i don't know i i like it because of how dumb it is it doesn't get it's really over the top like schlocky b movie also that's what i like about it also the girl that plays uh Oh, she's so cute. Uh, number five. Betty? <laughs> Two, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Two Broke Girls. Oh, uh, that's Six sad. seasons. Like Who the Kat. hell was watching mm. it? And they say it's a massive waste of Kate Dennings. I love Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Uh, uh, number bears. six. Two and a Half Men. Also just really yeah. crude, bad no. sitcom. Uh, number seven. I agree, but I'm a dude. But I just thought the show was corny because I would make fun of my uh, ex-girlfriend when we'd watch it because I'd be like... Serious, serious setup, dramatic quote, cool indie music, and Whoa. it always did that. Uh, uh, Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Oh. I already knew that. Grey's when Anatomy. You said that. No. Uh, How I Met Your Mother at number eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, See, I feel like that's one that started okay. off like a fun group of friends. I feel like the and first half is good. Tanked. The latter half, yeah. bleh, I stopped watching. I uh, never seen this one, but they're calling it nothing but teen trauma porn. Thirteen reasons why. God, no! Ugh. Read the book if you are going to be a part of that franchise, because the TV show. Oh, I heard it gets it's trash. disrespectful. It's just a disrespectful look on mental well, health. The fact that they have more than one season just should tell you a lot about yeah. what they were thinking. Yeah, so. read the book. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. 
Hey, I used to watch that hey. a lot. Kind of okay. Hey, Mom. His, Mom, what the heck? His parents really <laughs> uh, saved a lot of that. Uh, this one's going to make Emily Mad. upset. Uh, if you enjoy watching unlikable characters talk nonsense, sure. Is it Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. I, I had moments it's where I liked. not for you. It's I had, fine. I had moments where I liked Seinfeld, but I never really got into it. I, I wasn't love Seinfeld. A, I, when they, people like quote it to me, I'm like, okay. My car's some, name is Elaine. <laughs> there's some really good episodes, though. There's it's just, some... It's so iconic. It's one of those things that at the time it was unheard of to see something quite sure, that well yeah, written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sure, anything I mean, in retrospect. It, it did have what, brilliant writing. After we've got like almost 30 years between the end of that show and now, yeah, yeah so much more better stuff has come out. And but, now that Jerry Seinfeld is a creep and won't keep his hands off of little girls, uh, that's, that's a little weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, number 14, House. Uh, I remember that, but it was Never highly formulaic and yeah. pretty much every episode the same. Similar to Grey's Anatomy. Oh, there's a problem. Oh, we can't solve it. Oh, I we just figured it. out. It's this one random minor thing. This one was a... <laughs> How to save a life. <laughs> it's been called an addictive hot mess. It's very bad, but I remember liking it in the same way I liked Riverdale. That's just a bad <laughs> teen drama. Pretty Little Liars. I love pretty... I because, read the books. Because it had mystery and yes. Alice and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, and I, last I but it. not least, a very popular television show on Clickbait Corner that actually sucks. Uh, rest in peace to our friend Jason Dick, but Family Guy. Ew, oh, boo, Family Guy. I loved Family Guy, and Those then it was canceled. But then when it was brought back, it just wasn't the same. And I think yeah. we all got tired of reference humor at that point. But there yeah. you go. Clicking through the crappiest TV shows from the crappiest radio show, but we wouldn't make that list because you have to be super popular yeah, and then realize to make the you're crappy. List. We're just crappy. And actually be funny maybe at times. Yeah. Uh, uh, have good character. Uh, whoops. Science finally confirms it. Are you a grower or a shower? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Here we go, Matt Bearden. Uh, Urologists took ultrasounds of hundreds of... Chubs. Dongs. And they have come up with a scientific definition of the phenomenon of grower or shower. Uh, Some times a guy, uh, let's say it's uh, dude shower time. You guys are all on the football team. That guy goes, uh, hey, I don't have a little one. I'm a grower. Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah, sure. And then there's the concept of a shower. I was like, really? That thing just stands at attention, but it doesn't change shape or anything? Uh, no, it's Size, just chub. Yeah. And it's, it stays its chub length. Uh, or it stays its, its, its plop length. It plops. At Are the you same- telling me that you're a shower? Do you a, stay a the same? Bit. Not necessarily, because if it's cold or different, but sometimes... It's just, it's just like I try to tell my fiance, it's like, look how chub it looks today. Like this is nice. And you're like, I don't want to see your soft dong, but sometimes, <laughs> I sometimes see it in one condition yeah, only. When sometimes it's not. soft dong can be just as long as uh, fully in, engorged. Well, here's the deal: men are considered to be growers if their flaccid flop flops grew by more than fifty percent, fifty six percent. Oh yeah, baby. So if you grow by more than fifty six percent. You are a grower. Yes, absolutely. You are a shower if your grows by less than 31%. But here's the thing. Only about 50% of men fall into either of those categories. Cool. Most of us are turtle doves. Well, roughly half of men fall in between grower and shower, which means, unfortunately, there is some growth but not a whole lot. Oh. Sorry, bros. Micro world. 
micro machined. What are you trying to? Are you shaming somebody right now? Yeah, no. don't don't shame. Also, if you're trying to sound like you have a huge one, I don't know. I would sing some micro. I mean, what was that? I was trying to. Do you remember the old micro, micro machine guy? Yeah, I was trying to do a talked really little... fast because it distracted people from his tiny dong. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely a, a grower. Okay. Um, these sorts of preliminary studies have yet to be formally peer reviewed. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that's good. Peer reviewed. So the findings should uh, be viewed with added caution, they say. But uh, hey, why are you going to question a study that took place in a clinic in Spain with 250 men? You know what? Were they even doing? Hmm. Were they even doing a study, or is this something? They're like, just like, hey, man, there was just a guy who was like, hey, can I take a picture of your dissolved? Oh. Also, that's some a, cereal. Like, that, he just paints people's. That's dongs. a lot of four skinny dongs there. So there's extra grower material. They they, they need to do a more balanced. Well, search. they didn't count, you know, outward growth. They counted elongated growth, I believe. My penis grows inwards. Uh, congratulations. No, that means it it has depth emotionally, not mm. just. Okay, so this is good at docking. Yes. (laughs) Whether you leave crying from laughter or crying for humanity, this show is guaranteed to make you a little moist. M-O-I-S-T. Can't believe they made me say that word. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X.